0: Hello friends, what is happening and welcome to the Multiverse Podcast, episode 88 for October the 25th and another Beyond the Multiverse episode. This is your weekly entertainment show covering movies, TV, video games, comics and everything in between. On this week's episode, Mia and I give you our extended thoughts and opinion on Dennis Villeneuve's feature adaptation of Frank Herbert's sci-fi novel, Dune. Does Villeneuve have another hit under his hands? Will Warner Brothers actually greenlight a part two? And what does the future hold for Dune as a universe as a whole? I'm your host, Hussein. I was gonna say known as number one fan, but I'm not too sure about that. Anymore. I have to say I had to I had to hold myself back there. My co-host is the meme Lord Mio, and welcome to episode eighty-eight. Bef- just before we start, Mio, yeah, uh, housekeeping rules: this is it's just going to be a kind of a roundtable discussion, not not scripted, no whatever. It's just you know whatever we come up with, we just talk about it. so there'll be no structure to this uh, podcast. Uh, same like what we did with uh, our previous reviews. I think the last one we did was Shang Chi. We're just yep. whatever comes to our mind uh, and obviously it goes without warning uh there is it's going to be full-on spoilers yeah to say. Can't, and, you can't review yeah, a movie without spoilers exactly exactly and there's one more thing uh if you're gonna if you're listening to this on spotify i have no idea how it works because it's just a new feature in, in terms of the podcast uh, assist tool that we use but yeah you can actually vote on a poll now so i'm gonna actually pop a poll mm. on spotify users let me know what you think of the movie did you enjoy it yes did you if you didn't hit a no i don't know how it works It's the first time i'm ever going to use it so just stay tuned for that i think that should pop up and i can first, at the end or something i don't know never used it but anyways all that being said mio how are you doing
1: i'm doing great how are you doing
0: yeah not too bad i am i'll be honest with you i'm super excited to talk about this with you especially especially as you've read the uh, the novels i haven't so it's Just the first be...
1: one. I haven't read the sequel novels.
0: There's about four or five. I I, I don't. I, I
1: there's quite a lot. Yeah. I don't know how many.
0: So um, I've got a lot of things to say about this movie. I I'm feeling all over the place about this movie at the same time. Uh, I'll explain why.
1: Let me hear it. Let me hear
0: it. But uh, I, I I think we'll, as, as a, I'll be honest with you. First of all, yep. When it came out, the movie. I'm um, like usually with any other movie, like let's say a Nolan movie or a Villeneuve movie. I'm like. Just in awe, I'm like blown away and stuff like that. But I feel like I haven't been able to be be blown away because I know there's another part. So it feels like I haven't finished the movie in, in a way. Does that make any yeah. sense? Like,
1: yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, like I feel like I can't, you know, go kind of rave on about the movie as a whole because it's not a movie as a whole. It's done in. in, in, in I, I believe it's going to be two parts, but so there's a, a part two, and I just mm-hmm. can't get so excited about it because I don't want to be super excited and then you know the movie comes along take one and it's because uh, I, I obviously it's not been confirmed I know Villeneuve said that he's he's writing it or it's been written I knowing Warner Brothers track record I just don't trust them to do things anymore I, like I don't know if they would let Villeneuve write it they might let somebody else write it it's just I, I I don't I don't know what's gonna happen so I'm kind of holding myself back but I I really did enjoy this movie and it, it I think as we talk and we go along in the podcast, there's a lot of potential for this movie and like the the future of this yeah. uh, franchise as a whole. But, Mio, your thoughts—kind of small thoughts here and there as we go along. But you reading, let's say, the first novel. How does that sum up to, or you know, how does it feel compared to the novels? Because I because that's the issue with yeah. with these sort of movies. You have a a big fan base, and you have to you know make them happy. You either make them happy or you make newcomers happy. So you make the, the movie a bit more accessible. Mm-hmm. What has Von done from from your
1: perspective? Okay, so um I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty much in the same camp as you, I would say. Like I really did enjoy this movie, but like when the movie ended, I was like, that's it? Like yeah. and like that has, like the 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 guy next to me, sitting next to me. I don't know how he was sitting next to me. If there's supposed to be like a seat between us, but um, <laughs> he was like He's like, whoa, like that's that's all they're doing in this movie. Yeah. i like, I was like really shocked. It was like only like a, a third of the book. Like I, yeah. I like told you last night, but I was like, this was like like I think they might go two, three parts. Like I'm um, thinking three parts. Yeah, me too. Like they kind of did what they did with the Hobbit in this movie. Like I remember watching the Hobbit and I, I thought it was gonna be like the whole novel, and like it was only like the first third of the novel. I'm like, damn, are they gonna make mm. this a trilogy? Like yeah. a two hundred page book into a trilogy. I think yeah. that's what they're doing with Dune, and it's it's a it's an interesting strategy because like like you said, part two is not confirmed. And like yeah. when they when they usually do like these part one part twos, they shoot it like back to back. Yes, so you get exactly. one, so you get them like yearly. Like you got yes. Lord of the Rings, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah. This one we might not get a second one. We might not like get a second one. Yeah, twenty twenty four. Yeah. the latest. Like, that's, that's a long my, time that's a long time away for it that's too.
0: my concern yeah that, that, that's what I'm worried about and you hit the nail on the head there like with Lord of the Rings they filmed them back to back didn't they and they just split mm-hmm. them up another movie they did was uh Matrix uh, re- yeah and Matrix Reloaded and Revelations when they said to be con- continued it came out a few months I believe within the same year I think from what I remember so they filmed them back to back but this movie hasn't been filmed and I turned to my brother and said oh is this movie being filmed because no it's just been written it's potentially been written and I was like I was quite shocked about it and as I said, there's just a track record with one of those. I just don't trust them enough, to be honest with you anymore. And uh, I hope it does well. I think it will do well. I think there's a lot of hype that's going to be pushing it. But I think that might leave, I wouldn't say a sour taste in people's mouths, but it might leave a few disappointed. I wasn't, I would say I was disappointed because I kind of expected it. And I like the fact that, you know, we, we knew it. I was like, you know, just typical movie people who are up, up to date with movies and we know what's yeah. happening. We kind of knew there was going to be, you know, various parts. And especially Rick was telling us, I actually like the, the fact that they hid it this whole time. And then when the movie started, they said, dude, it's like part, part one. one. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing here. And I, I really like that, you know, but I mm-hmm. feel like some people might have needed that on a poster or some sort of, um, you know, yeah. the, the, the advertisement or marketing campaign because, some people, I, I heard people in the back were like, "That was it," like, and <laughs> and obviously they seemed like uh, just normal people who've never read a are doing a novel or whatever. So I, I expected it, but I I don't believe this is going to be two parts. I think this is going to be three parts. I think yeah. Warner Brothers might push and see how it does, but I I personally I don't see this happening in two parts, man. I really don't. And another issue I have is, as you said. When they're going to bring this out? Because I, I I feel like I can't go watch this movie again because I want to see the second one. And by the time the second one comes out, I'm going to have to come come back and watch this movie. You can't. It's going to be one of those movie marathon things, like the Lord of the Rings. I think one of the reasons why I haven't watched Lord of the Rings again for a very long time is just how the long Night it out is. Movie. Yeah, exactly. And those sort of movies, you want to watch them as a you know continuous flow without the, the break in them. And I don't know. I just don't. I, so, I like i
1: yeah. So I'm so I'm checking the box office now. It's projected yeah. to make 40 million over here, which is it's it's not amazing. I'll say it's not amazing. It's, not. it's you know it's it's decent, but yeah. is that enough for a sequel? Like uh, oh I don't know. That's
0: the, that's my concern. And Wonder Brothers, we've seen Wonder Brothers, you know, hit decent well, not big amount of money, uh and not go for a sequel. So first one that comes to my mind is Batman V Superman, unfortunately. That didn't do too well.
1: Now that, uh, that made like a billion dollars.
0: That did? <laughs> they did. They still
1: didn't make a sequel. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, Justice League the, was yeah. awful. Justice yes, League. Yes. Justice League. I'm, I'm
0: thinking of Justice League. Sorry. Yeah. Batman V Superman did do really well. They had billion, and that still never got a thing. Justice
1: League didn't. So I'm
0: I'm a bit concerned with this. I don't yeah, know. If Man, is,
1: it, Man, Steel made did amazing, and they they still have amazing for that. Yeah.
0: So that's my concern. I think if this was uh, Universal or maybe Paramount Pictures, maybe. But Warner Brothers, they're just in this era now where. They don't green light any project at the moment. And when they do, they're very, very hesitant. We saw that with Todd Phillips's uh, Joker at the time. But I, I don't know. I'm quite concerned because I really need a sequel for this. I need Me a, part, a part two. And I would love a part three because we'll talk about this. Towards the end of the show and the potential for doing expensive universe, let's, let's call it, it. There's so much out there that yeah, can be done. The world
1: building's there in this movie. Yeah, um,
0: but you're right. I thought diving into the movie itself, I I looked at my time. I, so the movie started at five thirty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I looked at my watch. and I was like, it's six thirty. I felt like I'd be sitting here for two hours. <laughs> like, and and that's not a knockoff on on the movie. You know, it's it just shows you. How much they did within that first hour. Like there was a lot of, I think, um lore and character building and storytelling. But that was just all condensed in one hour. So I I feel like I wouldn't say they're in trouble, but I feel like they're gonna have to extend it to three parts. I don't think this is you're gonna fit this in two parts. If you fit this in two parts, I think it's gonna be a rushed movie. And then this is where you now start annoying the fans where you know you just don't do it justice i feel like from what i've uh, uh read this morning from the message between you and, and and rick i feel like they've done a lot of fan service and yeah, of this movie run, this yeah.
1: movie is like made for dune fans which yeah i don't know how i don't know how many there are actually cuz like it's not it's not as popular as like star wars or like star trek yep like is is making a movie solely off dune fans like enough to carry the movie like i don't hmm.
0: know that's a, that's a risk, isn't it? Because you can, yeah. Because another thing you do is, it's like a, a video game franchise when they try and open up the video game, a new sequel to newcomers. We've seen Halo try and do it. We've, we've seen Battlefield try and do it. You know, Call of Duty try and do it where they want newcomers. So Villeneuve could have just done the same thing with this where he creates this universe and he takes certain parts from the... it's a Prime example, Zack Snyder. Prime example, like with uh, Watchmen and... And with the, his DC cinematic universe, he takes certain aspects, but then he makes, he has his own twist on it. And mm-hmm. I think fans wouldn't appreciate that. Like, if I think fans didn't appreciate the fact that Batman was killing for starts. So I imagine yeah. he changed that up and he changed uh, major parts of, of of the novel. I think he, from what I've read and what I've heard from you guys, I think he stayed true
1: to, yeah, he to the novel. Yeah, really tr- he, tr- he stayed really true to it.
0: Yeah, but then, and as you said, is that enough to carry a movie? And we we have to, so forty million on opening weekend. That's not a lot, you know, for America. I have to say, mm-hmm. that, that's quite shocking. The, I the think, fact that
1: yeah. they released it too on HBO Max could have heard it, but you know, like, and I think people people I yeah. know like w- went to see it in theaters. They're like, no, like this movie needs to be seen in theaters.
0: Yeah, but we know that we as theater lovers, and you know. Vilna fans and all that, we know that, right? And maybe Dune fans will go in theatres, but the, the typical person will be like, oh, you know what? I don't really want to spend m- money in, in the theatres because obviously that, snacks, whatever, travelling there. Uh, let me just watch it on on HBO. And you don't get the full experience, I, I'm afraid, but I don't know if Warner Brothers will look at HBO numbers. I I don't think they take those into account because if they did, then they would have definitely bought out a Justice League Oh, was two um, yeah. yeah exactly uh so i'm I'm a bit concerned so that's kind of my concern coming out of the movie i think my attention was it turned straight away to are we actually going to get a part two and yeah warner brothers i I don't have any faith in them uh, unfortunately i hope we do and this is another thing do we
1: do part two with Vilnov? you have to
0: yeah you have,
1: to. you have to you have to you can't have someone else's vision mess with his vision
0: yeah exactly so that's something else that i'm, I'm, I'm a bit concerned
1: about but anyways the movie itself Mio, yeah great movie a fantastic movie it. fantastic yeah. i would say i was i will say though like the first two acts are like really great mm. then the third act kind of drags like the third I, that's I when i like, start yeah yeah i was i was i was sitting there i was like Am I bored right now? Like, yes, damn. yes, I was like yawning. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro, the dude, the, the dude next to me, he he like he fell asleep, like he was yawning. I was like, damn, oh my god, damn, let me look around the theater, see how people are doing. A lot of people are going to the bathroom, I'm not gonna yes. lie. Yeah, yeah, and I like this that. is like, so this is like after the Haikanans like attack yes. attack the city, they take over it, and like the third act, is like, you know, them it was a drag, wasn't tent, it? Yeah, yes, like, yes just walking around the desert Yep. and like just talking Paul having like a ton of visions. I'm like, yes. I'm like, it's they could, nothing, have, they could yeah. have done better with the third act. Yeah. Like kind I've of been drags f- to a finish.
0: Yeah. I I have to agree with you. I think that was the third act was when I, I, when, I saw people going, taking the toilet break, people were yawning. I was yawning myself. I think it was the first two acts. They were well paced. Amazing. Amazing. Well paced. I told you, like, I looked down at my, at my watch and I was like, I've only been sitting here for an hour. I feel like I've watched the movie already. To be honest with you, I, mm-hmm. there was so much packed into that first act, and then the second act came along. I was like, yes, when they start, they go, they go to uh, the planet. Is it uh, Arrakis? Arrakis? Yeah. Yep. When they start going, oh my god, that whole act I loved. And then the third one was just kind of the escape from Ar- Arrakis and just him. I think the, there was a few moments there where there was a bit of tense and yeah, you know like the
1: Jason momoa like last stand that's that seems fucking sick. Yep. But like the rest of it was just like Paul having like visions like, yep. What what the what the fuck am I watching about?
0: Talking to his mother. Uh <laughs> and running, then like the and walking then,
1: like, <laughs> and then like the final like the final like climax is like him in a knife fight with like something yes. and, and like and even that's that knife fight isn't that great because like he just like dominates that guy. And it's, yeah like, but you know what that's the like only... that's the like, climax.
0: Yeah, but the climax for that movie for me, I thought he was going to die. I thought Vilnaf would kill him off. Yeah. That was my, that's and that's thing, why, he, that's, yeah. a,
1: that's the thing though. Like until that point, he can only see the future. He can't change yeah. the future. at exactly. that moment, he changes the future and he becomes yeah. like the messiah or whatever. Yeah.
0: The, the the Mahdi, as in Arabic, we call it the Mahdi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you see it, there's a lot of uh, Arab culture and references in there. Like the yeah, Mahdi in Arabic. Heavily... You,
1: heavily influenced by it
0: yeah which which is quite i thought i thought i was quite fascinating and i told you this with um in cindy's Milnov mm-hmm. does wonders when he goes for you know cultural interpretation so the yeah, movie in the movie yeah in the movie the, i think they called it the Mehdi or something i don't think they called it it's, it's the same thing because you see it in the subtitles so mehdi in arabic is the as we believe the messiah so obviously hmm. he comes to save the, he's basically the one as in, in Arab culture, Islamic culture. So to see that, I was like, Oh, okay. That's quite fascinating. And then you've seen the people bowing down, like um, uh, prostrating, like in the prayer stance, that's like an uh, Islamic culture. And uh, with the prayer beads beats next to the, the light source when they were sitting down, I think this is when yeah. they first came to, yeah, that's also heavily influenced in Islamic culture. I love stuff like that. And there's a lot of parts of it. Like those, places like the ones that build out of like they seem like uh mud huts or whatever that they're, they're very islamic architecture and mm-hmm. i love that i think bilan does he does so well with stuff like that and i, I thought that was quite fascinating so there's a lot of uh cultural interpretations which I, I i really enjoyed but yeah you're right the movie the third act does drag on uh, i thought he was gonna kill him off and i i have i think the only thing i could think of at the moment like because obviously i'm not up to date with the the novel or whatever and i don't know where it goes so i could be mistaken so uh, apologies for my ignorance but i feel like zendaya might be the one or something or yeah his mother is pregnant with with a daughter maybe she's the one or something i I, don't know i just i don't know that's about
1: it i don't know
0: okay okay Okay. see you see i I do because that's because i have no idea about this universe so i'm just like talking about my ass. Ha, like,
1: wait, right ha, now. I got to ask you about that. Yeah. Like as someone who hasn't read Dune, like were you yeah. like confused at all cuz there's like there's a lot of like proper nouns. There's like the Benny Gesserit, there's yeah. like, all these names what were, were you like just like So so this it? is one thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: So this is one let's talk about that. As a person who's never read any of the novels, I thought this was quite easy to follow. I don't I didn't okay. did okay. find it so overwhelming. There's a few phrases and stuff like that. Yes, you know, naturally you kind of get flooded by certain terms, but the movie I thought it was quite easy to follow. Kind of my interpretation of the movie was uh, obviously they've got different houses. It's as I make it as easy as possible, and this is how I understood it. This house has to go to this planet. It's their time to rule, and all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of betrayal, and spices is basically the the, the main source of currency yeah. for the planet. And that's kind of my understanding of the movie. I thought it was, and that's and that's a very very dumbed down. Uh, explanation of the movie. What do you think?
1: No, that's that's the perfect yeah. interpretation. So like the the Atreides house is like gaining power too fast, so the Emperor yeah. is like getting jealous. Yeah. so he wants to like set him up. It reminds me of very.
0: It Reminds me of a lot of like Game of Thrones. Different houses. Yeah, I was about, I was about to yeah. say the same thing. I
1: was about to say the same thing.
0: Betrayal. People have their own um, agendas and you know ideologies and their own things that they want to push. Um, but I. There was a few people around me, so when I was, um, as we were leaving the theater, I just heard people saying, "I didn't understand that movie." <laughs> and the thing is, I don't get. And this is may this may be like very very stupid of me to say, but you're going to a theater for two and a half hours. It's not mm-hmm. like you're sitting at home and you're, you're on your phone. How are you not paying attention to certain yeah, things in the you, movie? Yeah, I use
1: context clues. Come on.
0: Yeah, like I really don't. I really don't get that. I, I'll be honest with you. I went with my brother, and his his missus. His missus didn't didn't enjoy it, which we kind of knew was
1: more uh, for me and my brother. To be honest with you, but, damn to sit uh, to sit through two and a half hours though that must have been yeah bad.
0: <laughs> yeah and uh, like like how do you come to a, a movie and sit there and not understand certain things? And as I explained it, that was my my most dumbed down interpretation. Of, of 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 the movie and surely you've got a few brain cells to to figure it out. It was I honestly I honestly did not lose track of the movie. I thought it was mm-hmm. easy to follow. I thought, you know, okay, I, I got a bit overwhelmed with different houses and different terms. But that's something that's just normal. You know, I I didn't feel like that affected my viewing and my you know experience of of, of the movie. Once you hear the term a few times you kind of you know it 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 sinks in. But I I thought it was easy. I I I loved it. I not one bit that I thought did I have like, oh what the hell's going on? Uh so yeah, as as person, as somebody who hasn't read the novel, I thought you know it was a very, very easy, you know, movie to follow. Some aspects maybe not, but uh when I'm at a theater, my phone is off and I'm focusing on the movie. So I don't know what I don't know what other people are doing, to be honest with you. Um like I could see why some people might get confused, but it is what it is, and I I, I loved it from from that aspect. Uh, from the aspect of the uh, actors, yeah, I thought great that's...
1: cast. You want to okay. go through each of
0: them? Yeah, let's go through each of them. Right, and then, and then I've, got with... I've got something to say at the end. Let's let's start okay, with let's... let's start with Timothy.
1: Yeah, like I've been you know I've been saying on this podcast he's gonna be a star. He's gonna yeah. be he's the next Leo. Yeah, he's 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 great in this movie. He's like, so good. That. He's so good. He's so
0: good. Like, his range of emotion mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie, especially, I think my favorite scene with, oh, there were so many f- good scenes which we'll talk about, but my favorite scene with him, which really showed you the range of emotions, was his hand in the box.
1: I was about to say the same fucking thing. Yeah. This is why we have a podcast, bro. Yes, Exactly, exactly. All <laughs> the these Gong years. The bias scene. Yeah, yes. I was and, like, because, uh, you know, at first he's, like, in pain, then, like, when he, like, looks up and he's, like, you know, like, ang- angrily looking at the Benny Jacek and I was like damn this guy has it I don't know what it is but this guy has it just
0: the different range of motions in that that scene that made you actually feel I felt anxious I was like what the hell is going on like Mm -hmm. I'm not in danger but I felt like I was in danger and that's and that comes down to a few things it comes down to the cinematography of that particular scene it comes down to the soundtrack and it comes down to the acting all three of them were like they were just out of this world I have to say and it really makes you just feel as part of that scene, you know? And I was just like, wow, this is this is incredible. And I haven't seen Timothy in, in a lot of movies. I know he's in in one of those. Um, is it King or something? I can't remember which movie it was. There. Oh, it yeah, a, the Netflix movie? Is it a Netflix movie? Yeah. So he's in that. Yeah. He's got like, a, he's shaved his, all his hair off. He's in this. I know it's in uh, the new Charlie in the Chocolate Factory or whatever.
1: Yeah, he's Willy Wonka. He's Willy Wonka. And he's in the French Dispatch. Yeah. But I haven't seen him around much so, I just, did you see that tweet it's like the French dispatch is tenant with an English degree? I was yeah, like, I need I to saw see that. that
0: movie immediately. I, I saw I saw that. I was laughing. <laughs> uh, but he was he was great. And uh, while we're on the topic of that scene, what was your interpretation of that scene, Mio? Because I have an interpretation and I'm wondering if I don't want I don't want to sound like that
1: Instagram page where, you know, <laughs> it, just it, waffling. <laughs> it's a symbolism for global warming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but my interpretation—don't get, don't, don't get me started on that page. But um, yeah, let me hear your interpretation.
0: My interpretation, because he put there was nothing in in the box.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I felt I felt like my interpretation is based off uh, what his mother was saying. Like fear is the mind killer. Like you, you could come up with your own imagination of it, and you could fear it, and you know it makes you scared. Like there was nothing in that box. Yeah, but
1: it's like mind psychological. Was, yeah, like, it was like a
0: Yeah. So, and that's kind of what I thought it would be. And then, have you ever seen those videos of when somebody draws? I was,
1: I, bro, stop, stop it. You need to stop
0: right now. Yeah. When, when they like draw a circle around an insect or something, and the insect feels like he can't move past, but it's only a line mm-hmm. on a piece of. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just, and that's where the quote comes from Fear is the mind killer and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's just all in your head. And, and that's my interpretation of the scene. Would you
1: say the same thing? Yeah, I haven't I haven't read the book in a while, but yeah. I think it was like similar to what you're saying. It's like psychological mm-hmm. warfare. Like there's no like actual threat, but like yep. you know, if he like took his t- took his hand out of the box, like that means he can't like control his emotions, control his yeah. like psychological. So like they'd have to kill him because like he's got too much power to like be out there like a loose cannon.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. Even that I can't remember the lady's name. Even she said it to his mother at the end. it was all about control and so on and so forth. But he really—I I wouldn't say he stole the show because I feel like there's No, like everyone actors. did amazing. Yeah, yeah. Every everyone else was like on, like on par. I think this is, and this is the issue with all-star casts where it's worrying if somebody you know doesn't live up to it. But with an all-star cast, you know everybody's going to come forward and give a hundred and ten at hundred and ten percent. So. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought he was, he was incredible. There were so many great scenes in there. I think the the fighting scene I liked, but I thought that was quite underwhelming. But uh, the scene with the with the spy when they when they go to kill him, which is standing and he sees that little uh, fly. Yeah, um, that that scene I, I love that scene, and then him with the running for, away from the worm. Uh, I for that
1: was yeah, every yeah. all the worm scenes were incredible, like it really showed you like how big these fucking worms are, like, yeah, how like the earth shakes and like yeah. the distance, like those scenes are amazing,
0: yeah. And the first, the first scene with him in, with the harvester, I thought that was pretty cool as well. He goes out and they find out he's allergic to spice, <laughs> that was that was quite funny, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Timothy, I think I've everybody blew their performance away, but I i love Timothy, uh, in this, mm-hmm. and you've, you've been calling it for four days uh his mother rebecca Ferguson, on me yep. jessica uh, I she, yeah i thought she was great I, I loved her performance i loved the the bond that she has mm-hmm. uh not just with her with her son but her husband so when her husband dies you can feel like she felt that pain she understood yeah, it
1: because because she's not supposed to like feel any like pain or emotions because like yeah. you know like the order she's a part of like they're just like you know they're just like puppet masses that like yep. control things from the background but like She's actually, like, attached to her family, which was, like, yeah. you know, like, really heartfelt to see.
0: Yeah. The one thing I didn't understand, I think this is something that uh, is lacking just because I haven't read the novels. But from my understanding is she's she's special, isn't she? And she, Yeah, she's got powers. She's got powers. But was she always meant to have all these powers or did she develop them over time?
1: Ah, uh, no, no. She was born with it. Okay. It like, so, it's in the so, blood.
0: Okay. And Timothy wasn't supposed to have these powers from my understanding but he developed no, he, them he was. No, he was he was okay yeah okay. but like there's... there's never
1: been like a like there, there isn't a lot of male bennie oh ah, okay uh but his mother
0: <laughs> there's something off about her but you've read the novels yeah there's something off about her
1: because in in that uh vision scene that he he sees she has blue eyes well that's that's from when you like ha- when you like like eat a lot of spice, you, you yeah. get blue eyes. Ah, okay. So everyone's everyone's gonna okay. eventually have blue eyes. And
0: then at the end where she's just standing when they're all walking, and she's just standing on, on, on sand dune, and she just like she has it there. I don't know. I feel like she has her own agenda, you know. I I, I don't know. It's just it's so hard for me to talk to you and you not give it anything away because I know there's there's stuff you know that I don't. Um uh, mm-hmm. I might read the the, the novel. Um <laughs> uh, she was only in there for like five
1: minutes five minutes max like five, and like five minutes. you know I, I didn't think she'd be in a of mood because i'm like she shows up pretty late in the book but like they're marking the shit out of her and like come on bro like i know zendaya is like one of the most famous actresses in the world but mm-hmm. come on bro like that's shameless come on like knowing she's in the movie for five minutes you can't like market your whole movie off her but i know it's smart you know but um i thought she was good in the scenes she was in like she doesn't have much to do. She's just like sitting. She's yep. just like sitting there in the visions. She's pretty good when she shows up in the end. You're like, "Oh, finally, Zendaya's here." Yeah. But, you know, like, we'll see. We'll see. we'll definitely see a lot more of her in the sequel. Yep. If there is a sequel.
0: If if there is a sequel,
1: one of us goes us a sequel. Uh Oscar Isaac. He's I I love oh, him. I amazing. love him. Amazing. I love him. Yeah, he's like, so good. He he he's like really showing you like how to be like like a good king here. Like, you know, he's mm-hmm. like He's he's sympathetic. He like he wants to be like a good king. He knows that he's walking into a trap, but like there's yeah. not much he can do because yeah. like if he doesn't go to Rakus, this the Emperor the empire is gonna like brand him a traitor. If he goes to yeah. Rakus, he knows it's a trap. Yep. He just plays it so well. He's you, a good you, dad, too. He's like you know, if you're not yeah. a king, you'll just be my son. I was like, oh, hush Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I love this performance. He's great in everything. To be honest with you, I love it. And he see that beard on him. I. Bro, every time he was in the shots with the beard and the armor, guess he what? Better I was thinking a, of?
1: He better have a beard and moonlight. That's all I'm gonna say. Yep.
0: And guess <laughs> what else I was thinking of? Where?
1: Solid snake. Ooh.
0: Yeah.
1: He <laughs>
0: looked amazing, doesn't he? You put an he eye pat- snake? Bro, put it, yeah, put it, put an eye patch on him, and that's it. Oh, I could God. see
1: it. I could see it. Yeah.
0: No, it's been confirmed, you know. He is, yeah. I totally forgot about this. Yeah, it's 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 happening. And I was like, yes, I I cannot wait. But Oscar Isaac, it ah, uh, I, I loved his performance in this movie, man. Literally every time he was on scene, I just I wanted more of him. One person who I could not get over the fact that he sounds so much like Thanos in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah.
1: Every he's time he's talking, Thanos.
0: Yes, and like when he was talking with him, um, with Timothy's character, and uh, when mm-hmm. they were um, practicing, and he was mm-hmm. like uh, uh, you're not in the mood for this. And he's just, and he's talking and he get, he felt like he was giving that speech, you know, when Phanus was giving the same speech to uh, Dr. Strange, this was my planet. <laughs> and uh-huh. I was like, I, I couldn't get over the fact that he sounded like Phanus. He's just playing Phanus. But,
1: but yeah, he was great. In this movie. Okay. He's always great.
0: So all the characters in this movie, when they died, you saw them die. He's one character that you didn't see that. I think personally, I think he's dead because he doesn't come across as a person where he would leave his, um, his crew in the, in, in the heat of battle. Uh, and obviously the enemies, uh, they weren't uh, capturing people and keeping them. They were killing them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's being killed off.
1: I'm not going to say anything. Okay.
0: You're not going to say anything. Okay. He's the only person that died. Well, died off screen. We haven't seen, we've seen everybody else's character die except for his. So I have hope that Josh Brolin is, is making a return somehow. And I hope if it is, it's not like some dumb, dumb thing, and I hope it doesn't go against his character, because for me, he seems like somebody who... Who's, like, uh, really trustworthy? Yes, and Little. will go down... Yeah, and goes down with the ship, essentially, sort of thing. Uh, but I loved every time he was on screen. Another person I think that blew me away was Scott Sten- uh, Sk- Skarsgård?
1: Yeah. yeah. He played such a... Oh, evil, my God. Despicable. Oh, like, my God. The prosthetics yeah. on him were amazing, because like, he looked like Jabba the Hutt. He was, like, flying. Yes. He's, yes. like, He's when
0: just he, like oh god when he first like, flew.
1: Yeah,
0: I was like, oh my god. And then when Oscar Isaac uh bit down on the
1: the poison, on no. the
0: poison, I thought he died, and then they all come mm-hmm. in and he's just there and that scared the shit out of me. I was like, What is <laughs> I was like, what is it with Villeneuve and just like these scared uh, jump scares and then fucking spiders like that spider scene as well? Yeah, he had a pet type spider for some reason. Yeah, I was like fucking hell. But he he looked incredible, man. Uh Jason Momoa, he was the only one I wasn't too sure about.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: in kind of the lead up to the movie. He was so good.
1: Every fam. every yeah. yeah, I guess I, I have to agree.
0: Yeah, I have to agree with you. And then um, that scene right there uh, before he dies, mm-hmm. where he just gets up, he's just like, oh, well, I loved it. You know what I love? This one thing before. Actually, we'll leave that uh, to the side for costume design mm-hmm. in a bit. Javier um, uh, Bardem. Javier ah, Bardem. Javier? Okay, Javier. Yeah. We call it Javier here. Uh, oh. javier bardem
1: uh um, he's sick he's only in two scenes but he he's he's
0: only in two scenes that scene where he comes in and he starts and he spits, spits on the on. The <laughs> <throat> <laughs> like
1: what <laughs> i don't have to lie if you come in like my place and you spit on the thing we're we're gonna fight bro. we're gonna fight what are yeah you doing? what are you doing? exactly yeah uh he was great in, in, in the movie he's only in like two or three
0: three scenes mm-hmm. but i can't wait to see more of him and Dave uh Batista
1: yep he was he's doing the most <laughs> it,
0: it, yeah you know he like I feel like for him, he kind of realized he's in a big movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's not having these like throwaway character or throwaway lines. And fair like, enough, but the, yeah. Guardian Galaxy is a big movie. But I feel like he wanted this role. Like yeah. You can tell. He wanted to be
1: taken seriously. He's in like three scenes and he's like yelling in all of them. It's yeah. like he's doing he's He wanted doing to like. be taken seriously.
0: Yeah, he mm-hmm. wants to be taken seriously. And I think and, and, and it shows. And I think everyone else, all these side characters that say, they all played a good role. I, I really enjoyed that. That the guy, Timothy, fights at the end. I've seen him somewhere. I like him.
1: Yeah, uh, he's a good yeah. actor.
0: He's a he's a good actor. And then you've had um, the the agent doctor. Yeah, that was one thing I, I saw straight away when he brings in the water for Timothy and Timothy say good night and stuff like that. He he's always had that relationship with 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 uh, uh, him and his mother.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That to not reply and kind of just to walk out in silence and not look back. I, I knew there was something happening. I knew a betrayal was coming. So that wasn't really like uh, a twist for me. I saw it coming, but then I, I knew he was going to get killed off. I, I, I saw it. I saw that one coming as well.
1: Um, so in terms of characters. Oh, you forgot it, about uh, Kimes, the doctor, the black Doctor.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sh- she Sh- Sharon, great. Sharon, Sharon Duncan, uh, Brewster. Yeah. yeah she was great. great. Um, the
1: scene where she, she's, like, about to die, then she, like, calls a worm. That scene was fucking sick. That was fucking it's, amazing. It's like, you know, like, I don't serve the Emperor. I serve the Messiah. And she, like, yeah. calls this worm. That scene was fucking yeah. sick. Yeah, she
0: sacrifices herself, basically, essentially mm-hmm. for, for the Messiah, yeah. Um, all-star cast, you always have a concern that, you know, you're bringing too many stars together. But I think they were all... I think their performance was incredible, to be honest with you. I, I loved every single one of them. When they had uh, character interactions, because it's hard. Like you, you'd sit there and think, okay, you know, when you have a big star cast, you know that you know they're all going to be on the same wavelength and stuff like that. But sometimes they're not. You know, I've seen it, and it's. I'm not trying to, you know, compare it to this sort of movie, but Expendables. You know, there's so many big uh, action stars in it, and not over, not everyone's on the same level. You know, so this yeah. is this. You kind of had a tiny bit of concern, but I knew everyone would bring their A game, and mm-hmm. it was just an incredible performance by everybody. But they've literally wiped out half of Hollywood here. Who the hell do they bring in for the next movie? We're
1: like it's Jesus, gonna, it's going. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be tricky because you had to cast like his sister. You're going to have to cast well. I, no what Anyways, yeah. let's move on. I don't want to. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, but they've wiped out half of Hollywood, so let's see what what happens in the next one. Okay, next one up, next quick topic, costume design. Before we get to the big big one, and I know we're, we're dying to talk about that, but costume
1: design, Mia, and prop amazing, design. Amazing, costume design. Everyone looked fucking sick. Like, the Incredible. armor was sick. Like, Incredible. the way they did the shields, like, yes. the different, like, houses. Yes. It was sick, like, and, like, every time they, like, went to another planet, and they, so, they showed them, like, their, like, customs and rituals, mm-hmm. and, like, you see, like the prayer, like them like putting blood on their forehead, like everyone looks sick. Everyone I looks
0: have sick. I haven't seen custom design in a movie like this since, and I'll be honest with you, since The Matrix and probably Blade Runner, but the Matrix yeah. for me was something that really stood out to me at the time. Uh yeah, I, I was literally blown away. Like I was I kept turning to my brother, like this movie looks incredible, and mm-hmm. you you need to have a visually Attractive movie, but that that's in the background. In the f- foreground, you need something there, and that's where the costume design comes in. The prop design, like the flashlight that he was using, the 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 bags they're carrying, the the shoes, the the scarf, the the mask, everything. There was so much detail and attention to it that like you really felt, you know, the sense of atmosphere in, in, in the movie was there. It sometimes you you in a movie and. The, the costume design, it, for me, it kind of draws you out out of it. Mm-hmm. And for example, I think another one movie that I think of straight away, top of my head, Wonder Woman 84, when they go to, to the Middle East. Yeah. I was just like, that scene was just horrible because of costume design, which just shit. And you, you're not chucked into that surrounding, you, you're kind of taken away from it. You just, I, and this is where Dune just like, it really shines. It really does. Like, props to the costume design team. I, if they don't win, this movie is going to win Oscars. I ha- I'm going to put that up there. Oh, yeah, this movie it has to, it has to win Oscars, okay, for various things. Um, if it doesn't win one for costume design, then I'm just going to fucking boycott Hollywood. It's cancelled season right here because I've never seen anything like this. The last time I was blown away by costume design was The Matrix. It was ahead of ahead of its time. Then this is now leading the way with costume design. What's uh, your favorite uh, uh, costumes in there? Oh, I think the the armor suits the. The, you know the scene where they all I, I don't know the enemy's name but the ones when they
1: went all white the Sarkonnens I mean, oh yeah. stop it stop it this Bro, is like the listen, time yeah listen like the, their, class, their armor was the sickest and like Do you know what it like reminded sh- me of it reminded me of how they like yeah. what they remind you of oh sorry go ahead go ahead uh, like how they like when they're like when they're just fighting the Harkonnens and like yes. they show up behind them like slowly like dropping down yes that was like yeah. so fucking sick like, they they I love them. how they drop down yeah and then they like and they that, that, that that's it's us. Like... That's us in Apex when we used to flank people. <laughs> it's like out oh, of nowhere. <laughs> the, they was oh. like so sleek and like ugh, like they're like they're like kind of like they like move like ghosts in a way, and like it's yes. fucking sick. But yeah, they remind they me like... of
0: um, you know Kojima's mascot. The oh white... yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. When I yes, saw that, I was yes, like, yes. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, yo, I turned to my brother, I was like, I think the Kojima's mas- mascot, I think it's called the. Uh, Ludensk or something—I could be mistaken. I was like it reminds me of them. It armor does, costume like... design was so sick. Um, uh what's the name? Timothy's and um, Paul's um black suit that he was wearing when he was uh walking across the sand—that was quite cool. And uh, mm-hmm. even even Oscar's uh costume. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, they were all good, man. Yeah, they were all good. Like, but the white suit was was my favorite. Just the mask mm-hmm. and the, the helmet. I think the armor concept i love that i love that that's as you said that's straight out of pain on me that's like yeah. the halo shield
1: power up. i love that it
0: yeah reminds me it of really a, yeah, yeah it
1: really explains like how like why no one uses guns like no one it's not like ex- explicitly like said in the movie like yes. oh yeah guns are useless because we have shields now but like you know it yeah. makes sense like and like i like sword like hand-to-hand combat more than guns mm-hmm. i think it looks more like aesthetically pleasing yeah so I, I like that part of it a lot
0: especially because when you when you put up the uh, choreography for it, it just really oh, yeah it, it it just it hits really doesn't it um mm-hmm. the movie itself and i think this is something that we're gonna now have one of the biggest discussions about where does this rank in terms of one of the in terms of visuals like i couldn't it's up there it's up there, it's up there. i can't agree or even come to the conclusion of whether Blade Runner twenty forty nine mm-hmm. or Dune looks like a better movie. I, I can't decide because I'm,
1: I'm leaning towards Blade Runner, but I just I just like the cyberpunk aesthetic better. Yes. But you know I think yeah. I think it depends on which aesthetic you like better. Like, yeah, like Vic said, he liked the Dune aesthetic better. But yeah,
0: yeah. I think with cyberpunk kind of stuff. It's very hard to pull off,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in my opinion. And the futuristic setting is very... I wouldn't say that's also hard because, you know, you've got a lot of source material for this. But it's with Blade Runner, it's very, very colourful, you know? Yeah. Whereas with Dune, it's kind of more, I would say, washed out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very subtle. It's very grey at times. There's hardly any color if you really think about it in, in in that movie. No, it's but,
1: it's a it's a pretty monochromatic movie.
0: Yeah, uh, but that being said, this movie looked absolutely Beautiful. stunning. Like <laughs> the joke that you made yesterday just went over my head when you said, "Was this made?" I thought you were actually being serious, and then I realized what the joke was. Was
1: it made for two billion? But,
0: yeah, because it's just every, there was every single scene looked believable. It mm-hmm. felt like I was in that scene and that's where where i was saying at the start where to be bought into a movie you have to be bought by the actor's uh, performance you have to be uh taken in by the visuals and the soundtrack all three of them allow a sense of you know uh atmosphere allow a sense where you you feel tense you feel you feel quite worried about certain things and And that's how I felt even the typical him walking across the sand and the worm, you knew he was going to be in danger and you could feel it. I Mm. I felt it. And it's just, there were so many good scenes in this movie, man. So many beautiful, this, this movie is beautiful. Yeah, Simple as that. And I, I knew what I was getting myself into when I coming into the theater, taking my seat, I knew this movie was going to be a visual masterpiece. It really is. And if you want, everyone has their own style. Like Nolan has his own style. You know, Tarantino has his own style. Fincher has his own style. But I think Villeneuve is the best of of the lot. I have to be honest with
1: you. I would say his blend of practical to CGI is like unmatched. Yeah. Like it's unmatched. Like he blends practical and CGI so fucking well. It's like he's found found the right balance because like – you know there's a lot of scenes where you can do practically like you can do like the trades homeworld, it's like you know, it's probably like some European uh like coast somewhere. It looks yeah. kind of Mediterranean, like yeah. Uh where Rack is, where'd you say that was filmed? Jordan? I've
0: yeah, I think they filmed it in yeah. in Jordan, either Jordan or Morocco, but I'm pretty certain it's uh it's Jordan.
1: Yeah, but when in they're Sand showing Jones. like yeah. but when they're showing like the hiking home planet, that looks fucking sick. Yeah, the, the like the other home planets, like the spaceships were incredible, like yeah. all those. And like that, that can't be done practically, but like they, they look amazing. Like mm-hmm. ugh. I fucking um, love this
0: movie. I felt like I disrespected Lord of the Rings by not saying costume design. Yeah, Lord of the Rings Lord costume design. Yeah. Lord I have to say Pirates of the Caribbean, also. I think that. yeah, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. I know they, they're not that great of a movie, like
1: movies in general. Good. Yeah, <laughs> the first one's
0: good. Uh, but their costume design is incredible also. and so but do, doing this up there for, for that part. in terms of visuals, I, I was there was so many beautiful scenes meo, So many. Like mm-hmm. You could take snapshots of that of, of that particular scene and have that as a wallpaper. That was like for me, the scene where they come to to the planet and that night scene where the war's going on and, and, and yep. stuff like that, and Josh Broden's running, and he's, that scene was beautiful. The ships
1: are like the ships, like blowing up in the background. Yes, yes, like, yes. He's just looking up in the sky. There's like hundreds of spaceships. That yep. scene was
0: incredible. That scene when they were escaping with the Doctor mm-hmm. in the tunnel. That's such a small scene, and it's not like you know mind blowing. But this is something I've noticed about Villeneuve movies: his play with light. And this is me thinking of it from a, an architectural perspective, because light is such an important entity when we come to design stuff, mm-hmm. his play on light is unmatched, unmatched. Like he did this in, in um, I was about to say cyberpunk. He did this in, he did this in, in yeah, he did it in, in Blade Runner mm-hmm. in, in a lot of scenes where the light is just glittering through like an opening or a crack in a wall or wherever the case may be. And it was so visually appealing. And, and that scene when they were escaping and the Doctor goes off one place and, and him and his mother go uh, take the different path, that tunnel scene was was amazing. And then the scene with uh the worm where he just stands there with the worm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was one of my favorite scenes, man.
1: That's... Yeah, it's too bad they wasted in the trailer there. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, also the scene before they moved to uh Arrakis, uh, where he's walking on, on, on the beach, and you've got the, yeah. the ships in the background, and he's wearing that nice black cost that jacket, that jacket and, is and major like drip. In-
1: and fucking yeah. Hans and Musko is just fucking going ham in the background. Oh, my God. Like, Jesus Christ. It's so good.
0: It is. It's so good. So, visually, there were so many great scenes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think Villeneuve... Who's the... I don't know who the cinematographer is on, on this. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. Um, because I don't know if this is the first time... I, I don't think it is the first time he's worked with this person because Villeneuve just has this... It comes naturally to him, I, f- I feel. I feel like it, certain scenes just come so naturally. And, and one thing I like about Villeneuve movies is the fact that there's not a lot of clutter in, in certain scenes, and a lot of his scenes, actually. There's not a lot going on. So they're very like very much like a,
1: a nice painting, in a way. Um, so his name is Greg Frazier, and he I did... Think- he did Rogue One, which you know, totally Rogue One looked amazing. Yep. He did absolutely. Zero Talk 30. So that you know, that yeah. I guess that goes with the Sand theme. Yep. And that's that's the only two I've seen. Ooh, oh, it looks like it looks like he's doing the Batman.
0: Ooh. Oh, okay. Amazing. That explains it then. So, and he
1: also did a couple episodes in the Mandalorian. Okay.
0: Mm, okay, Explains it then. Okay. So this guy's got a good reputation. Um, so yeah, Vildo, he he, he sets up his shots. Where there's not a lot going on, you might have the main character in frame, but the background and the and the visuals are just so clean and so beautiful. There's no need to have. It's he's not doing. He's not pulling a Michael Bay, even mm-hmm. in scenes where there's like a lot of action going on, like the the scene with, with everyone fighting. It still f- feels like there's there's control to it. You know, there's not. Are we just going to chuck it and make it a visual kind of we don't want too many things happening. We still want it to look nice and subtle and you can make out. Because sometimes in in scenes like those, in in other movies, you can't tell what's going on. You Mm -hmm. really can't. Uh, And they're they're playing with the soundtrack. I love it when directors go, okay, you know what? We're going to have something major happening, but we're going to let the sound, the natural sound of that scene play out with no soundtrack. I think he did this once or twice in the movie. And I love it. I love it. Nolan did it with... um, uh, Batman and Bane when they fought and that was the first time I kind of experienced that it's with no soundtrack it just it really like the cinema all went quiet there's no noise no nothing and you just have the scene playing out oh, I loved it I absolutely fucking loved it Villeneuve is just in terms of his movie he's definitely gone seven seven on these big uh, cinematic oh, yeah. releases easily 100% easily. Um, so we've talked about ta- visual yeah do you want to talk about the score? yeah I was about to say doing this again Mio. we've talked <laughs> about visuals we've talked about costume design characters uh, so actors uh, the story itself the score now Mio Hans Zimmer yeah. it, did, uh, like, he turned down obviously to work with Tennant because uh, mm-hmm. Dune is a, a a big favorite of his you could tell that he's got he put
1: blood, sweat and tears into the town he chapter. put, ev- he put yeah. everything in this this is like this is this a legendary performance like you yeah. know people he heard the mumblings like you know Luger yeah. Gorsen he he runs score now. I was like, Nah, mm-hmm. let me let me show you what I got. Like, yes. I'm still the I'm still the fucking big dog around yeah. these fucking uh, music scores. Yes, based. like yeah. I I run these streets, yeah. man. Like it was it was incredible. Like like, oof, I I don't know where to start. Like like, the I, fucking,
0: I, bro, I literally don't know. Like every single soundtrack for every single major scene,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's so memorable, but. I can't just pick one out. Like I keep saying the, the, the one at night, the scene at night when they come. Yeah. Where Josh Brown is standing there and he, and he starts running. As soon as he starts running and the score kicks in for that scene.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: bro, I was like, I was like on my knees for hands. And I was like, I'm was like,
1: i ready to go to war too. Let's listen. Fuck, let's, let's fuck these fucking high guns up.
0: Yeah. I was like, bro, I'm on my fucking knees. Like, it does come to a point where you can get oversaturated by a, you know, um, uh, composer because he he does everything but i can never get bored of zimmer he just has something unique about him yes he has his own style and i felt like the opening score of the movie i was like yeah this is such a a zimmer uh score but i can't get i can't get enough of it like because no one does it like him no one no one has the capabilities to do something like him like fair enough ludwig is he's so talented and he's he's done scores for the mandalorian black panther Tenant and is working on Nolan's next movie, but I think Ludwig still has a long way to go. Yeah,
1: he's not he, there yet. He's, he's not, not there guy. yet.
0: Yeah, he's he's just not that guy. You're not that guy, Paul. You're not. That- <laughs> he's just not there yet. Like Zimmer will always be the goat for me. And you can't have a good movie first of all without any good visuals, without a good storyline, without great actors, and you can't have it without a great score.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's what, especially for a mov- movie that has so much. Atmosphere or emphasis on atmosphere. If this is another score, I don't think this movie would have, you know, kind of sunk in the way it has with me.
1: Yeah, I think this is. I think this is his best score since Inception. Like, like, oh, oh, yeah. This is this has been like this is like top five Hans Zimmer score definitely. Yeah, like don't forget Dunkirk though, because Dunkirk was very I like Dunkirk, but it was it was mostly off like the pocket watch. Like, yes. I like the, I liked Dunkirk score a lot, but you know, like like yeah. the whole the some, basis was the podcast. Pack, the pack yeah,
0: one. yeah, some Dunkirk uh, scores were were great because it was just outside of certain scenes, the score wasn't really memorable. Mm-hmm. But with the scenes like the the one where the ship takes a, a a missile and it's sinking, and then the 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 one with the oil where the planes crashed and there's an oil spillage and the boats kind of Trying to move away from it, those two scenes are uh, are very very like embedded into my head. The scene at yeah, the yeah. beach, the op- the opening scene and the ending scene, the two sound those two soundtracks, they're amazing. But for kind of score, um, great let's say sc- um, scenes or scores from a, a a movie is it's not typical of Zimmer, you know. He's usually, but that's the, that's the movie. I'd say I think I blame more the movie than. Uh, Zimmer's uh, production for that but with doing it's just yeah I, I think you're right I think we have had a, a Zimmer performance since uh, Inception to be honest with you like mm-hmm. Inception was every single soundtrack in Inception was incredible
1: and it just brought you closer to what was happening also, on the screen like yeah after, after Inception yeah, every movie sounded like not just every movie yes. every video game every yes. commercial it sounded yes. like Inception it had like that it, it, it eventually got played out to the point, yeah, but like, like that chaotic every, score thing, like yeah, the loud copied. chaotic yeah, 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 everything copied Inception
0: yeah, exactly. So I think with Dune now he's gone, he has gone in kind of a different direction, but still you can still feel the essence or hear the essence of Zimmer in 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 that score, and I hope he returns for the second one. I think hundred percent. I think he will Uh, because, as he said, better. he he bad because. Obviously, he's not working on Nolan's next movie, so he he's better be. They better make a second movie first of all before we get yeah, carried that, away. Let's, yeah. let's get that
1: established. Yeah, though. let's
0: get. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. And overall, Mio, like, I, I just, as I said, I left the cinema feeling underwhelmed, but underwhelmed in the fact that I wanted more because mm-hmm. I know there's a the second parts, but whether I get the second part. Was what kind of kind of made me feel, you know, kind of disappointed in a sense. I wanted that second part. How long will I wait for the second part? I have no idea. This movie was incredible. The performance was incredible. Visually, I think this is one of the best looking movies I've seen for a very, very long time. It's definitely Vilnev all over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to go out and say that if one of is play their cards right and they keep the vision that Villeneuve has instilled in, in the movie and they bring him on board for the second one, which I, I really think they, they will. Dune will be as popular as the Star Wars franchise and the Lord of the Rings. What those two franchises have done for for their respective genre, yeah. Dune has the p- potential to do that. Uh, yeah, also think, also I, Star I Trek.
1: Think, I don't think it'll ever get as big as like, say, like Star Wars or Harry Potter, but yeah. like it could, you could like you couldn't make like a Dune theme park. Like I would go to it. Yeah. I would, you know, drink my own pee, purified or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just the theme park. There's potential Wait, that, for uh, yeah. that. That scene where if I can, Tim, Tim is like, yes, like drink this water. It's your tears. It's I was like, Bro, relax. Your, She's your tears and your husband.
0: Yeah. <laughs> your tears and your sweat. Right. But um, yeah, this movie has so much potential. And they could, oh, sorry, the franchise as a whole. If well, we know Warner Brothers don't do well with franchises right now, do they? But <laughs> no, nope. the the universe there is there to be explored. I think there's so much lore to be had. I think there's so many like different. I I, I don't know. So this is me just being you know uneducated once again. I don't know how many uh volumes there are. would come to, to a graphic novel, whether it's just one extended kind of graphic novel, uh like Lord of the Rings. You know how Lord of the Rings, uh, sorry, not Lord of the Rings. Um, game of thrones they different books represent different things i think yeah so i i, I don't know what the case is with doing but i i would personally love to see a dune tv show just to explore certain houses and more of the backstory i think i that's, think
1: i think they're making one i think rick said they're making uh a, yeah a it, yeah TV show yeah rick said for
0: them yeah rick said mentioned that uh, but i feel like like this i'm so happy this is a movie but I feel mm-hmm. like with the length, this could have possibly been, been a TV show, but I don't want to be that person where you take saying, oh, you should have made this into a TV show. But the potential is there to make a TV show. Let's explore more things. Let's explore the universe as a whole. I don't think this movie is going to work in two parts. I think if they do, it's going to be rushed because I felt like the final act in, in the movie was rushed. Um, so how about we take our time? How about we do... Because we've got a lot of character development, but how about we... We extend that further. Maybe have have three parts. See how well it yeah. does. I would love a three part Dune movie rather than two parts. And because that's my concern, it's just how does the second one play out. I like even I've taken that in consideration. I'll be open. I've taken that in consideration for my review score. Uh, it's knowing that there's a part two and whether that part two would be be good because it does all linger on that, doesn't it? It all does hinge on whether. Part two is as good as part one, and it continues that that storyline. Does it really, does it still, does the story still sell to you, you know, that you feel still attached to it? And that's another issue. When does this movie come out, the second one? You need this. I, they can't wait longer than, than a year or two. And I understand why they didn't film it back to back, because obviously COVID and all that kind of stuff. Fair enough. And you, you don't want to, filming a film like that back to back, It does take a lot of strain on, you know, uh, actors. And I know Timothy was filming the French Dispatch at the same time. And I'm sure other actors have different projects going on. Uh, But yeah, if we're going to get a part two and a three, I think they'll have to film that back to back. Hands down. um,
1: Yeah. Because like, I would say like the difference between like, like splitting a trilogy like this to like Lord of the Rings of Star Wars is, is like, those have those like this ends in like straight up like to be continue, like find out what happens next. Those end in a to be continue, but like they can be like movies to themselves. Like you could have the fellowship and not have two towers of return the kings. Like it yes. ends in like a satisfying way. This, you yeah. know, it doesn't it doesn't really have like a conclusion. It has like yeah. a to be continue. Yeah. That's how like, I would describe
0: it. Yeah, exactly. Like what they could have done is if they were unsure of whether part two was happening had some sort of conclusion for this part so that when, if we don't get a part two, you know, we're not mourning the death of this franchise or whatever. Like, we go, okay, we we saw it, the rest is up to interpretation, or we just got a conclusion to that part. But the fact that even Zendaya's character says, "This is just the beginning." It's like, okay, mm-hmm. why, are you ta- why are you taking the piss <laughs> out? Of me? I, like, I know that I've seen it on the posters. You mentioned it at the start of the movie. This is only part one. Why do you have to rub it into my face? Like, I exactly. knew, exactly. I knew. Yeah, I knew as soon as they started walking, this was it. Because it, it, even the though music
1: out. the music yes, came
0: on, yeah, 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 and um, even though the movie I think felt was well paced, it the pacing eventually led to the point. It just it felt like this, the best way to describe the pacing of the movie was part one and two, act one and two was paced in a way where, you know, it came across like there was gonna be a conclusion to the movie. But act yeah. three came along and it was like, okay. We're not going to conclude this movie. There's going to be a part two, so we need to slow down the pace, super mm-hmm. slow, like this, and have nothing happen for like the, for the rest of the act. And it was it was that sort of pacing. I was like, okay, I know yeah. where this movie's I know where this movie's going going. Fair enough, it's expansive universe. Let's take our time. But yeah, I I loved it. I I really did. I think in regards to a, a review score, this is where I am at the moment. Okay, I, I gave it four and a half when mm. I came out. Okay, mm. but talking to you now and just having these thoughts out out loud, I f- it doesn't deserve anything less than a four star. Let's get that out of the way. I'm hinging more on four star at the moment. I feel yeah, that's like
1: a, that's what I gave it. Yeah, that's I feel like that's to
0: it. yeah. I think that's a respectable score. I feel like it, there's a lot still to be told. Mm-hmm. And I left the movie underwhelmed just because I know this is not the end. It, it didn't have like other movies where you come out, you go, "Yes, I've, I enjoyed that movie," or you get hyped because it concludes. This movie does not conclude, and there's so you many. Know, you know
1: questions. how this yeah. movie ends? It ends like Halo Two, where it's like they're going all out It's like wait, 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 wait. Yeah. We're gonna make a sequel. Let's 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 save it for part two. That's how this yeah. movie felt like. Yeah, The first two. The first. Like two acts of this movie, it's like okay, like this, this is fucking going. Then like wait a minute, like eh, let's let's make a part two, and then yeah. they are like okay, let's just drag the third act. along yeah, literally because li- it yeah exactly. It just literally they put they put the
0: handbrakes on though they they literally yeah. slowed but down. They,
1: they, the, the car was going like 100 miles an hour, then it and then the rest of the movie goes like 30 miles an hour, 100 yeah. percent.
0: Like they were like oh maybe so some way along the line one of us was like yo we're gonna make a part two and then. Vernon was like, holy shit, why do you tell me now? Let's slow down the fucking movie. And he's, like, the last 45 minutes of the movie, there was nothing going on. I think Act yeah. 1, the first hour, Act 2, the second hour. Last 45, nothing. And it's just like, no. in the tent, sand, 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 uh, sandworm, knife fight, that was it. And it was yeah. just like, oh. but anyways, other than that, I think four stars is a respectable score for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see a conclusion. I hope Warner Brothers I hope they don't fuck this up because I think they have something special under the, under their hands, you know, they need something new and unique under their, their property. So hopefully, hopefully uh, this is it, but that's kind of my thoughts. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add to me that may jog my memory further, but is yeah, there anything else I have, you wanted to mention?
1: I have one thing to say, Yeah. you know, Vic's been talking a lot of shit about tenant for like the past year saying, Time cops are better. Time show story in tenet something yeah. something better. time. Oh, ten- yeah. tenet was better than this movie. I ha- I have-
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to agree with you on that.
1: I- tenet no. is way ten is better than this movie. Should should I go back? Tenet better than this
0: movie. Uh, uh, but to play, you know, just to not be that person. It's just because Tenant concluded, didn't it? This didn't. Oh, yeah, one yeah, hundred percent.
1: Tenant, come on! T- the ending was the beginning for Tenant. Yeah, yeah,
0: pretty, pretty much. There you go. This movie doesn't
1: even have an ending.
0: Yeah, it, it literally doesn't. Uh, but that's uh, like I agree. I I enjoyed. I came out of Tenant being blown away, and I know we this we only talk about this because it's been a, a hotly debated uh, topic in the DMs in the uh, groups recently, especially with Rick's. Kind of fanboy over over doing but I have to say I really enjoyed Tenant much more than this movie, and, <laughs> and I think I don't want to be that guy, but I think I'm going to enjoy Matrix more. I really do. I
1: don't I don't want to be that person. I think yeah. I'm, is, I'm expecting I'm expecting big things in Matrix too.
0: Yeah, like
1: they showed the trailer before the movie. I was like, yeah, give me this What, else, what did they did they show the Batman one too? Nah, it was just oh a, what yeah. You we don't get. The, you uh, should have seen the Batman in theaters. Like it looked, I was like, "Ooh, this look, uh, this movie looks amazing."
0: We got. I can't remember what we got. We got the Matrix. We got Ghostbusters. We got.
1: Uh... Did you see the Michael Bay one?
0: No, thank fuck for okay, that. Think... <laughs> <laughs> we saw the Will Smith one. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, I King like Richard? that. I, yeah, I might watch yeah, that. I don't want to see that. And we got one more movie. I can't remember, but Batman. We we didn't see, unfortunately. But Damn. look, don't get me wrong. I love Dune, but I've enjoyed. Other movies more. Mm-hmm. One thing quickly, where does this rank in terms of vil- villain? I,
1: I was about. To ask, uh, we need to stop. Bro, stop. Where but, does um, this rank? Rick was like that movie was top five. I was like top five what villain movies? <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. even know. <laughs> I did, is top five. This is this for me. This isn't a top five movie
0: in my list. I'll be honest with you. Like uh I've se- I have seen better movies, mm-hmm. uh, and this not to shit on this movie. This movie was absolutely
1: incredible. Yeah, I think this, yeah, I think it's better than Blade Runner, but not as good as Arrival. So like somewhere around there. Because my one and two
0: uh, were Prisoners, Arrival. I'll, I'll repeat my list. So I had Prisoners, Arrival, in Cindy's uh, Blade Runner, and Sicario, and then Enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think this is better than Prisoners, and I don't think it's better than Arrivals. It's in uh, Cindy's, I think this might be better than in Cindy's. But I don't know. I don't know. About that. I don't know. See that? Yeah. Like I'm sitting. There. I don't know. Did I enjoy this more than Blade One? I don't know, man. I, it's, a, it's a top five Villain movie. Let's say that. But is it a top five? I think it makes. I don't know if it even makes my top ten. To be honest with you, I I I don't know because there's a lot of good movies out there, like the the original first Matrix, the Lord of the Rings movie. So uh, Nolan movies, certain Tarantino movies, yeah, so Fincher movies. There's a there's a lot of movies out there. To be honest with you, I but I know we have come to a point now in the podcast where we sound very very negative to the movie. That's far from it.
1: I think no, we love this movie. We, we yeah, and please please go see this movie in theaters if you can. Hundred like, percent, yeah. We we really want a sequel. We need yeah. a sequel. 100%. Support, I, it's weird to say go support like a blockbuster movie, but like go, go support this movie. Yeah, and,
0: and I think Villeneuve was right to be concerned about the whole HBO because I feel like that's gonna kind of hinder what we get mm-hmm. from, from Warner Brothers. I like in terms of uh, box office, I, I don't know what how much it's made in the box office now, probably update you on the next podcast. But how and this is where Nolan got a bit pissed off about was the fact that you're releasing these movies on HBO. Yes, we live in a pan- pandemic, but. Push the movie to, to theaters people will still go to the theater like the theater yeah. was absolutely packed here yeah absolutely people are vaccinated oh yeah fun. yeah yeah exactly it's all sold out and stuff like that if you if we, if they were concerned then you push it to Christmas push it delay another month or so and then it one of us needs to stop this whole HBO I know it's they're trying to push their streaming service and trying to get one up on the on Netflix but seriously just these movies. Need to be experienced in theaters, and you know what? I'm so disappointed about that. I didn't get to experience this in IMAX. That's my only disappointment from everything because IMAX were just sold out straight away, and it was just like it was pretty much near impossible. I don't know how far you live to a closer, your closest IMAX, but it was pretty much. Can I say
1: that? I think yeah. I think IMAX is a scam, but that's I, that's a, that's the topic for another podcast. I am I, in total I, I don't,
0: agreement with you, Mia. I don't um, I don't
1: see the difference. Like it's it's louder, and the screen is like. 10 percent bigger, but like yes. I don't see I, the difference. I am in total agreement
0: with you, Mio. I have to say, like we have, <laughs> we have the biggest IMAX uh, screen here in, the, in, in in Europe. And first of all, you need to sit in the perfect position. If you mm-hmm. if you are two rows away from that
1: position or two ways up, that's it. The whole experience is fucked. I have to say, yeah, awesome. first... I don't like my yeah. I don't like my movies too loud. Like I don't want my eardrums bleeding. Yeah. because yeah. fucking like the fucking. Tenant, Tenet, I thought I was gonna go deaf, fam. Not tenant, not Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm like, this is just like a movie, but it's like super loud. Like, come yeah. on, come
0: on. I I, I, That is, yeah, it is for a debate for another uh no, podcast, but yeah, I have to agree. IMAX is, it's you get more vertical. Uh, is a yeah. You get more. No, I think you get the more. I thought it's wider.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like 20 percent wider. But Is like, it wider or taller? It. I think it's taller. I think they say oh well yeah. it's not much, it's like 10-20 percent. Like it's ah, not that
0: big. I love the aspect ratio in the normal theaters, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I always I know what screen number well, here we have like screen numbers and shit like that. I know what screen uh to go to for a particular movie, and I always change my time slot for that for that particular screen. So once i found the screen, this screen aspect, the longer, like mid row like, in, in the pre-
1: pre- like premium like seats. Like, yeah, yeah, fucking like Tarantino shot. Hateful Eight in like a super wide range It's like, bro. Your movie is still trash. Like it doesn't matter what aspect ratio it is. Like I watched the so the movies that I know we've gone off a tangent quickly,
0: but the few movies I've watched in IMAX were I watched the Dark Knight. That was incredible. But that was the Dark Knight. That was going to be incredible. Any any screen exactly. And this was after me seeing it. This this was when they re released it ten years later, like a ten year anniversary thing. I've watched the original. Marble hulk not the one with uh um, oh yeah yeah, yeah the, the one with. One. yeah yeah i watched that and in, i've in, watched tron the mm. the last one that came out and i i hate those both both of those movies i watched yeah. batman v superman it was the cinematic expense was shit because we were like a <laughs> thing it was just yeah like imax is just it's overrated and it's, it's expensive so, really. And Everything is so overpriced. Like the popcorn this... is like double the price. I'm like, well, it's, I'm like you are the same company. Uh, like it's called this uh, it's is, yeah, turn the... into
1: an anti-IMAX podcast. I love it. Yeah, I love it's it. like this is the same
0: popcorn I get when I go to this theater. Like, why is it double or even triple the price? Uh the well, only thing, my the head's only thing hot. yeah, the only thing you get, like when we went to watch Batman V Superman. You get all the merchandise. So they, they'll put your popcorn in like one of the cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm. They put in like a, a, let's say, Batman v Superman bin tin lookalike. Fair enough. And then they give you a cup. <laughs> they give you like a cup for your soda. Did you keep it? Of course I fucking kept it. <laughs> no, I, I the soda. I was like, I, I, I paid like 10, 10 bucks for this fucking soda. This <laughs> 10 bucks? Is, Holy shit. Bro, IMAX is expensive. Bless I can't. I kept the soda cup all the way home. I had it on the subway. Everyone was looking at me. I was like, "Yeah, I paid fucking ten bucks for this. I'll keep, I've got it to this. I'll take a photo for you after the podcast. I've still got I, it to this
1: day." Listen, I watched I watched Avengers Age of Ultron in yeah. IMAX 3D. Yeah. It was the worst fucking theater experience of my life. It's <laughs> fucking awful, wasn't it? My eyes hurt. My ears hurt. I was like, like bro, I, I have to, It was like after the scene where. Iron Man fights the Hulk. I was like, but I need to leave. Like, I can't watch the movie anymore. Uh, like, nah, my worst my worst
0: experience was the Tron one because my friend who booked tickets fucking how huge. He booked that's the second row. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie. The whole movie. I was looking up. I swear to you, my neck. I was crippled. I swear to you. I fucking... The movie was in my face. I had to like move my entire body to the left of right like, to see what's fucking going on. So, IMAX is fucking overrated, but yeah. Oh D- fuck. <laughs> Dune, we loved, we enjoyed. Yeah, please go see it. Go see it. Support the movie because we do need to do need to fucking see point. <laughs> you watch it in IMAX, normal fitted <laughs> on i I've lost my head is hot. <laughs> my head is hot. I've made ten bucks <laughs>
1: <laughs> You paid fucking ten bucks for a Coke. I'm fucking weak. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyways, thanks for joining us. <laughs> thanks for joining us this week for episode 88 of
0: the multiverse podcast. For the latest news, reviews and updates, keep it locked to our Instagram page at the Also subscribe to the multiverse on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode. Once again, thank you for your time. Have a great week. And we hope to catch you on our next episode. Peace. Peace.